the fun was off the charts, you know. Yeah. Sure, I learned a lot too, tons. <laughs> Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are my fellow pants pissers, Martin and Brady. Bring us a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out, and then bring one every ten minutes. How about you, Sadburns? You want some of this milk? Today, we're excited about the return to school for some of our kids. In honor of the back-to-school season, we watch two classics that delve into the subject matter. 1986's Back to School and 1995's Billy Madison. Yeah. Classics. Good good ideas, I think, to have both of these together. <laughs> it was. It was uh, good to go back to Back to School. I hadn't seen that one in a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad it was available because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's even Dropbox eligible. <laughs> um, I think I remember seeing that at a drive-in on one of our camping trips. I think that was one. I just have some memory of that being a movie that we went and saw, like instead of watching something at the trailer. <laughs> Doesn't seem. Turn the Sega off. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, 85, probably not. Yeah. That was back when we were carting the 8 bit Nintendo. Yeah. Over. <laughs> Do you guys have any kids doing any kind of back to school anything? No? No. Preschool? Nothing, nothing for Roman. His, because uh, his preschool is at the local high school and they are no uh no in person so he's doing home so my kids are doing back to school but they're all remote until halloween so we'll be picking up their chromebooks yeah uh, in two weeks or in next week sorry right before they go back and then my wife has made like makeshift cubicles in our house so like one kid's gonna be in this corner the other kid's gonna be in the other corner and then my daughter daughters when they're here they like one will sit next to me obviously because she's three and then the other um was just a baby so she's not yep. really doing anything yeah but uh yeah she my three-year-old had to defer her uh kindergarten until second semester so she's taking a little gap semester <laughs> figure out what's going on with her um but yeah it's, we're all remote so yeah you guys are all remote so we're um at the time of this taping uh my kids are nine and seven going going into fourth grade and um, second grade tomorrow so um they're going back yeah it's a it's a half day for for the first week or week and a half but um they're they're in the classroom so we'll see how it goes before we get shut I down i just or... don't see how it survives it just <laughs> doesn't there's so much so much glaring evidence this is a terrible idea but uh is that was there a judgment there or no <laughs> i mean well maybe but it just it there's just so yeah. much evidence of masses getting together in yeah, it being problematic. I think I think the the school district seems to be doing it well. Like if I saw any problems of or like any instances of where I felt that they weren't taking anything seriously or just like disregarding any safety protocols, I probably would you know would say keep them home because they do have they do offer like they say you could do e learning as well, um, which we did for you know the last couple of months of last year, crazy. Um, which is fine. And I think we'll, again, I think we'll we'll probably be going back to it. Um, probably pretty soon but we'll we'll see how it goes at least they'll get to meet their teachers and see some of their friends yeah i'll readily admit i don't have like the solution by any means it just seems like there's an overwhelming amount of evidence that if when crowds start gathering it uh it inevitably doesn't 
end well. No. <laughs> um, that was one of the things that we kind of had to debate. Like we had the option at the beginning um, before they took that out of our hands was to do a, like a hybrid situation yeah. where they would go to school some of the time and then other times they'd be home. But, you know, for my son who's going into kindergarten, like how do you do that socially distanced? Like they were going to be like, okay, you can be in this table on this day. Like you can't mix with like your friends or anything and you've got to wear a mask the whole time. And it's like that that's a lot to ask for a five-year-old. Honestly, I would say like just let them like meet outside or something for – an hour or two yeah and that would be i mean that's all you really get in kindergarten anyway like if you're going to be you know right. it's not like there's a curriculum or grades or any of that stuff so like really it's the socialization and if you you know if you can have them like somewhat playing parallel in the park or something like that would be i think would be good but yeah it's tough but anyway there you go well thornton mellon didn't have that problem <laughs> he uh he got to fully engage himself with everybody at uh at college and do you guys do school. that though like when you when you watch anything now and like people like hug or shake hands or like I'm, do you ever like do you like want to yell at the tv and be like wait no you can't do that i haven't really like, had that reaction I, uh yeah. we joked so about much. it i think yeah you know a while back here on one of the apps but uh I, I no i i don't see it and be like oh wait that's no <laughs> every time now yeah. <laughs> every time i see somebody go in for a hug i'm like wait what are you doing <laughs> no i don't have that i now you know the fist bump is kind of like your commonplace now instead of shaking hands and uh but you know it's gonna be it, it was a different time back then and it so, was a different time in 85 <laughs> uh, so it was know. 85 or 86 the movie I'm came out in 86 i'm not gonna get you on the tate technicality <laughs> no, there. There, uh, there's there's plenty of tate technicalities to come up later on lot, you know the, the the twitter police to come after us roddy dangerfield fan club is like hold the phone what year do you say <laughs> well let's do a quick recap before we get too far Thornton Mellon, played by Rodney Dangerfield, was never very good at school, but that didn't stop him from building a fat and tall clothing empire and sending his son Jason to college at Grand Lakes University. When his second wife, who gives great headache, is discovered to be showing her Klimt to everyone in town, Thornton decides to give Jason a visit at school and finds him not doing as well as he claimed. To keep him from dropping out, Thornton decides to go back to school and give it the old college try. And what did, uh, what did we think on the... I'm assuming this is the first re- rewatch in quite some time. I've seen it. Um, I've seen parts of it. It does get replayed here and there. So okay. like, I've seen parts of it um, kind of here and there a few times. Um, but yeah, I only watched it once all the way through, you know, years ago. And then this is probably the only second full reviewing. Yeah. I don't know if it was late eighties when I last saw it, but it was probably close to it. Yeah. I don't think it was that long ago, but um, it's not one that's in a heavy rotation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a pretty and it's a pretty good vehicle for Ronnie Dangerfield's like one you know one liners and, yeah. and just uh, his his style of comedy um, you know a decent uh, decent story uh, we, I'm sure you have a bunch of problems with it I'm looking at Jelani <laughs> <laughs> like just it's not the believability problem. or something there's a couple of things that I have I have questions we'll get to those though <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but looking back at it, like, and looking back on your own experience in college, did you ever feel like now that you're out, would you ever want to go back and redo undergrad? I always, there was, you know, just in casual conversation, there was people would always say like, Oh, I, you know, I would, I would love to go back and like go to high school again. And it, for me, it was always college over high school. Cause college was awesome. Way more, way more fun in my opinion. Yeah. I've, I've never been, I've never been big about like 
reliving glory days or anything like that. I I enjoyed every year of school that I've ever ever been in, but I've never been like, yeah, take me back to high school. Like I loved high school, loved college, um, and you know I got I went back and got my MBA at DePaul. So like like that was fun too in a different way, not nowhere near as fun <laughs> as University of Iowa in undergrad, but. Um, you didn't stay in the Mayflower when you went to DePaul, <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Can you? Yeah, can you imagine if I stayed in a dorm for <laughs> for masters for you? Like, anyway, um, but yeah, I, I never, um, yeah, I never really thought that. Yeah, I, should, I wanted to relive anything like that. Yeah, I didn't necessarily want to relive it, but I guess in that the, the, the topic of conversation of going back for me, college definitely would be that where I would go. Like that was the fun was off the charts, you know. And, yeah. Sure, I learned a lot too, tons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, when I got to college, I decided like I was just going to change because I didn't necessarily love who the guy I was in high school. Like I wasn't, um, I wasn't as social. I wasn't as like approachable. I didn't like go out of my way to like get out of my comfort zone. So when I got to college, like I let my hair grow out, didn't cut literally. It. Yeah, <laughs> I might post a picture for our uh, nice for our pod, but I. I let my hair grow out. I didn't, um, I didn't like shelter myself. You know, I was like, let me embrace this. And you know, it's the right mentality. I didn't, uh, I would never have guessed that about you in high school. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I was, I was super reserved. You're, you're so <laughs> fake. <laughs> no, you did it right. You should embrace and embrace that whole idea that I don't want to say it's a fresh start, but I mean, you kind of are like, this is, you get to make, who you are, who you're going to be yeah. moving forward. And I think the, probably the most interesting people I know are probably that way. You know, the people that peak in high school, <laughs> you, uh, you probably don't want to hang out. You probably don't want to be hanging out with now. Right. It's, it's people that, you know, kind of keep growing and maybe were a little bit uncool in high school that are the cool and the better people in life. Now. Well, I just think being open to everything that you're coming across. I mean, you know, Martin and I both lived in Mayf. We met each other in the Mayflower in the dorms, you know, similar class schedules and whatnot. But I mean, being open to kind of just like, Hey, any, any new person is, you know, we could potentially be friends and you know, that's the way it's gone. And yep. I know people who didn't seem that open to taking on new experiences, trying new things and opening their social circle. Cause they already had, you know, a group of people. And I just, you, I feel like you really, you really potentially miss out on so much. Yeah. I think that was one of the reasons why I ended up at university of Iowa. Cause I looked around at my high school and, you know, the kids that I ran with in high school were all headed to Illinois. And I was like, I like you guys, but I just already spent four years with you. I don't want to do another four. And Iowa was one of those situations where it was far enough from home where my parents weren't just going to pop up and be like, hey, we're here. <laughs> but like close enough, if I'm like, I need to get back home, I can get home. Like, Sorry. Sorry, Ma, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We had we had one. We were my buddy, my roommate and I, we went out the night before, uh, like the end of the year. And then I remember my parents called. They're like, "All right, we're we're five minutes out to like pick us up and take us home." And like we hadn't packed anything because <laughs> we're still sleeping. And it was like, "Oh, all right. Well, we got to get up and start getting this shit together." I, I remember that about graduation day at um, at Iowa. Um, we had a party the night before because uh, Lucky Boys Confusion had played and Seraphine, uh, two two local bands. I went friends with some of the guys in both bands, and they were staying. They stayed the night at our house. I mean, there were just people everywhere i remember one of the one of the members of the band was drinking from our coffee 
like pot like that was the that was what he got his beer from it was that kind of party you know just people sleeping everywhere my parents came up for graduation the next day stepping over bodies in our living room and being like <laughs> so this is what you guys have been doing for the last four years i'm like yeah but we graduate we graduated yeah we did what we were supposed to do <laughs> well and i had so ironically enough i kind of it took me i took a kind of a roundabout path to figure out Iowa. i grew up 15 minutes from there and you would think and i kind of did always want to get farther away but that was None of my friends went there. They all did go to Iowa State or Northern Iowa or somewhere else. So I was like, yeah, this is kind of my own thing, and I wanted that. And I still got to hang out with them, you know, when the time came. So, What is it that Matt Clara says? Jeremy Brady is Iowa City? <laughs> that, that ship sailed, I think. <laughs> Probably not anymore, but, <laughs> but at the time, you were, everyone knew you. <laughs> so with, you know, with the changing landscape and changing environment, do you think that our kids are going to be able to go to a brick and mortar or and have the same similar experiences? Well, it's going to be interesting just to see how the dynamic of what colleges are dealing with right now in terms of trying to essentially go remote while also making kids come to campus and be like go to one class so they can kind of ensure because yeah why would you why pay you know why pay to be there if you can't go anywhere sure you get to have the social dynamic to a point but and based off a lot of pictures that are floating around on online i mean kids are doing the social thing with reckless abandon yeah but yeah i I think it's it's a valid question that i don't know what the long-term viability of some of the universities and colleges is going to look like there's a lot to be said to to, to call it like the reverse classroom where you just watch the lecture or whatever um a video of it like and, and i think it's a good idea because you get like the best person you know you can get the best professor with the best lecture that everyone watches and then you have the professor or the teacher's assistant or whoever um kind of you go to class to really talk about the lecture and like get one-on-one help if it's math the lectures are like your home your take home the lecture is the take-home stuff and you do you do some of the follow-up stuff that you maybe normally do at home within a classroom to like ask questions your ta class so that's yeah exactly your ta (laughs) class that's what is that what t is ta teacher's assistant it sure is okay just made sure i had that right did you guys exactly so we reverse it did you do online classes because i remember that was kind of I don't say it was brand new, but that was. I'm laughing because I did online at Iowa, which was like the, it was like a one credit class where they made you like make a website. But that was, I mean, yeah. it was. It seems weird to date ourselves that much, but it was that 99. was a newer thing that it that you could do some classes online, and you know, it was. I remember them being seemingly difficult because it was hard to find the motivation to log in and like do the the work go and, through the process yeah i only did that one which was like a it was like literally a cd-rom i think that we, we went through it wasn't <laughs> even a professor but i i did do one or two at depaul for for the mba and that was what 2000 um like 7 to 11 so it was more obviously more more common then um and that was that was kind of cool to have like i remember the i only did the the lectures and stuff and the professor came on and like we did like some zoom type calls except it was over the phone i said that too we with Roman's teachers being high school kids and a handful of them are on there, were going to be graduating at the end of, you know, in March and April and they were going to be heading off to college and they were talking about how this is a whole new dynamic for them to figure out and learn how to like watch, go to a zoom meeting when kind of no one's really watching you. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's actually a good intro to college because you now have very, you have to be self-motivated. You have to kind of pull up, hold your end of the deal here of the bargain or whatever I'm trying to say, but they, (laughs) (laughs) but you, you do have a responsibility to kind of 
take control of, of your class and, and realize that if you don't, that it really does fall on you. Yeah. I had that experience, that very same experience when I enrolled in a intro to marketing class. Um, I think we did. Did we do intro to marketing yet? Or? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did intro to sales. Um, but I did intro to marketing and it was 8 a.m. on Tuesday morning. And it was the only class I had on a Tuesday. And like, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I signed up for a class. I'm going to go through it. And I got through like one uh, lecture of it. And I go, this is not worth getting up at 8 o'clock every Tuesday for the only class. So, I mean, being able to have that freedom and be like, yeah, I'm going to drop this and I'll take it later. I think I took it like Wednesday at 730 at night. Um, but being able like you said, take that responsibility of, I can control my schedule. I know that I need to either get up every more, every Tuesday morning and go to this or find another way to get it done. Um, you know, is a good kind of thing to, to have and to build into your repertoire. Can't but, be getting up at eight o'clock. Yeah, it's day. way yeah. too early for college kids. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens to, to all of it when, when the kids grow up. But if they're even going to, I hope they want to go. I hope they want to experience. Yeah, there's a, that, there's that whole dynamic that, too. I mean, yeah, if, that's the if, bigger thing. How important is it for some people? I mean, we have friends that didn't. You know, they're very successful that didn't go to college, and you don't need to. Right. It's. I, it can be done. I don't done. think anyone can answer that question just because of how far away that it's, is. It's, it's not that far for me. For I mean, you, nine year old, like nine, nine years doesn't seem that long. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. I the, mean, a lot could change in nine years. But a lot can change. That's the thing. So. So as far as this movie is concerned, um, you know, he goes back and, and hangs out with his son and changes everything about him. Like his son, he kind of just waved through life like, well, I'll just kind of float along. And, you know, he kind of sparked that in him when he got back was like, hey, let's get after this. Let's do this. Well, it's, it's funny because I think they both kind of did that for each other. And that, that's why it makes it a pretty, a pretty good movie because they, they did both grow, right? Like Jason was not doing as well. Um in, in college, he, he, he wanted to be on the um, dive team, but, you know, lied about being on. He was just a towel boy, but then he ends up getting on the dive team and he ends up doing well in school. And, and then he flips it on, on Thornton and says, hey, you, you need to step up your game and, you know, practice what you preach too. like you making you made me stay and, and finish this through. Now you got to do the same thing. You can you got to put in the work. Um, so, you know, kind of arbitrary dad point for, for Thornton there too. Like <laughs> he ends up he ends up doing the right thing and being a being a good dad um, to him. But um well when the movie uh movie started in black and white and i was all, i just almost turned it off <laughs> I, I thought it was wrong too i don't remember i didn't remember that <laughs> i was like guys this isn't gonna happen I'm like, this is a different back to school <laughs> we got the wrong one but then i saw um you know kid from uh wonder, kid years. wonder years. years yeah i thought well cast i yeah, felt perfect like it was a good young yeah. rodney Malone, young maloney um, um, changed his name from maloney to melon melon <laughs> but i was uh yeah I, I i saw it i i was holding on to that little tidbit i'm like i i'm not gonna turn I'm, this movie's not happening if it's in black and white you butthead <laughs> <laughs> um but no it was uh i enjoyed it still it was funny i definitely it didn't hold up across the board but it it, it was uh yeah he's got his one-liners he's, yeah i was gonna yeah. say any any fav favorites that anyone wrote down well you said one of them already yeah. the beer line was uh yeah. was funny um i i, I think I, I told you earlier there was he had one that said i was a lot happier when i was miserable i thought that was uh <laughs> I perfect liked, rodney actually yeah. i liked his interactions with lou and when he was at the <laughs> bar he's like girls this is lou lou girls <laughs> <laughs> what does he say no i don't get uh uh, I, I don't, don't get, get upset. Yeah, I don't get upset. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and Lou is played by the guy who plays Polly in the Rocky Rock. movies. Yeah, you don't have to know the actor's name; you just got to know that because everyone knows Polly from the Rocky oh, movies. Yeah. I, I, which I didn't remember him in being in this. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, Polly Lou um, in in the movie, ha- I think, has a good scene with uh, with Jason too, where he tells him he's like, "Hey, you know, your dad loves you," and kind of like sets him straight. Um, which I thought was one of the again a scene that I probably wouldn't have paid attention to if I wasn't looking for like um, father type thing things in the movie and I thought that was uh, you know that that was a good uh, a good scene and a good coming around for Jason to realize that yeah everything even though his dad's kind of a whatever <laughs> loud mouth and 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 you know uh, brash businessman <laughs> right brash businessman um, Ronnie Dangerfield basically um, that he still loves him and and everything he does is just to support his son oh even right out of the gate he essentially cancels a meeting because the son calls yeah right so it's like and it's like that alone is kind of such a subtle yeah everyone in there is just housing <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all the fat smorgasbord <laughs> Yeah, that was. I uh, got to hire fatter actors. That was a nice touch, actually. <laughs> uh, I did like a couple of the, the cameos from the the Kurt Vonnegut cameo. That was great. <laughs> it's like whoever wrote this whoever knows wrote nothing this. about Vonnegut. <laughs> uh, well, we're, we're gonna we can't gloss over the fact that a, a young Robert Downey Jr. Yep. is. Uh, I don't want to say a main main character. He's a side character, you know. But he's uh, Jason's roommate and 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 friend, and it's an eclectic. Uh, Get up, roll for uh, for Downey. So, do you remember him in Weird Science? Because Downey's in Weird Science as well, and kind of a similar, similar, similar type of guy. Saying that makes me think I do remember, but I didn't. I wouldn't have pulled that it was him. Yeah. So the following year, he he is in a movie called Less Than Zero, which I think I he got that movie. He got a lot of like uh, it's a, it's a novel by Brett Easton Ellis, who wrote American Psycho as well, but. Um, anyway, he just got a lot of, I think he got a lot of credit for, for that role playing like a basically drugged out high school kid. Um, so I don't know if this like led into that at all or, well, he, I think he went method for that and, uh, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I don't know when it was that he, he had his own problems. With it, yeah. But. Then he, then he spiraled and then he, he took the normal path of going to jail and then becoming a megastar. Right. <laughs> he was so good at his, his Iron Man. Iron Man. He's my favorite Avenger for sure. What about you guys? No, I I enjoyed his role as Iron Man too. Yeah. Um, and then it changed that whole, and that really created the whole dynamic. I mean, the whole possibility was perfect. all spun from that. Yeah, perfect success. actor for it, right? Yeah, like, to play that brat. Like my mom doesn't like superhero movies at all, but she loves him as Iron Man, and will watch that. She's like, "That's my favorite." He's got an endearing snarkiness to him, so it's like a dream scenario for me. Um, <laughs> Are can, you a fan of snark? I, I can only hit one of two of those notes. <laughs> oh, you're endearing, Grady. Damn. We'll give it. We'll give it to you. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was great because I didn't remember him. In, yeah, I mean, I, I would have forgotten. It, it's too. been way too long, but I was like, ah, oh my gosh, Robert Downey Jr. with purple and blue hair, right? right. Johnny from the Karate Kid. Oh, I said Williams. I, my note was William Zabka playing William Zabka. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw, I read something that said he, he realized when he got this that essentially he was just being typecast as like that that guy, and he's got the face for it. it you know? But he hated that part, I, and it, but it, there was no way around it. Yeah, and you don't you don't escape that. Yeah, so it was, but I, it was funny that I that note I put that note down, and then as I was kind of reading about the movie, I'm like, yeah, no, that's pretty much <laughs> exactly. It came out pretty quick. I was like, oh, it's. It's William Zabka in the only role he can play. But I, you know, what's the professor from his uh, his love interest? 
I didn't know. I I looked her up because yeah. I didn't know. She's from Mash. Oh, um, is that hot? Do you guys lips. know her from anything? She's hot lips. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, the return of red Adidas jumpsuits. Yeah, <laughs> for the for the whole diving. I thought, team. I thought. Yeah, I thought that was that was uh, wrong when I saw you wrote it in here, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're coming that's back that's a callback to the Royal Tenenbaums yep. go we're, listen to that episode too we're gonna find another movie that has read Adidas jumpsuits <laughs> promise um, Sam Kinison I love the Sam Kinison role uh, you're it, just waiting for it as soon as you saw him you're like he's gonna start yelling oh, at some point it it doesn't take long it doesn't take long <laughs> it's great it, he's I mean he's a unique I don't want to say actor. Comedian. Uh, yeah, comedian is 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 more on point. Um, yeah, I, I was reading that he uh, Dangerfield like he like pushed for him to be in the in the movie. He pushed for Kinnison. Like, kind of like he saw potential potential for there him to too. get him on. Yeah, this was six years after Caddyshack, which I I was I would I would have thought real quick before you because I I just found the note that I had because I. I so he pushed for younger comedic talents, and he was he was a proponent for Kinison. They also considered Jim Carrey, but he was rejected for being too young. I was gonna say he would have been a baby, right? Um, and maybe not in anything yet. No, no, yeah. yeah. The Mask was ninety four. I was gonna no, say I know that, but no, I mean, and Living, living, color. Yeah, living color was eighty nine. Right, but that's... when was Earth Girls Are Easy? He was in that. That's got to be eighty seven, maybe. You think that that movie is from eighty seven? Eighty seven or eighty eight? I don't think. I I'm think, gonna guess eighty six. I don't think it's that old because so you got. It was eighty eight. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You were right. You're better. Because um, that probably was his jumping off. So he, he was actually in the same year. He was in Peggy Sue Got Married in eighty six. Yeah. So that's what he did instead. Fun fact: I thought that was crazy. I was like, I mean, that's just because of the name what he turned out to be. Like, right? That's pretty nuts, but. Uh, Rightfully so, he was considered too young. <laughs> yes, <laughs> agreed. But uh, what was I saying? Six years after sorry, Caddyshack, I just year. thought that was. Yeah, I don't but mean to burn did Caddyshack you notice, for you. Did you notice the Caddyshack shot? No. What do you, What do you mean? They like showed him playing golf, and he's got like like the you, pants. Right, but I mean, I was I saw it, and I'm like, I mean, what is this Caddyshack? It legitimately was a shot, an unused shot from Caddyshack. <laughs> oh no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't see continuity that. error. Yeah. No, not, I mean, no, it's, it, it plays cut yeah. continuously, but yeah, no, it was, he, they specifically, I can't remember the, I guess he's kind of a similar character, except, uh, I think he was a real estate guy in Caddyshack. Yeah. Right? I think he has, he's a brash businessman. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I think his one liners in Caddyshack are more prominent. Cause that's, I think that's what he is more. This is, he's kind of playing more of a, like nurturing father, trying to get his son back on track and, but that's why I wonder, like, how much how much is written by the writers versus the comedians? Like, because Rodney Dangerfield is not a writer of this movie, but a lot of the, the jokes seem like they're, they're right up they would alley. be his, right? Yeah. Harold Ramis was Harold one Ramis of like is four one or five, I yeah. think, that wrote this, and I don't know if that's why it, maybe it feels a little disjointed because there's so many writers, but um, but yeah, I just wonder. I don't know if we'll ever fully know who wrote what what lines for each other, but um, no. yeah, I saw he, uh, originally he was supposed to be a poor dad and then ramus suggested it he be a rich a rich dad brash yeah. businessman and he did uh he did easy money like three three years before this too so that was like i think his string of movies um caddyshack easy money and then and then this and then this was the ones that he's known for i think in the 80s it was good yeah it was uh it was, it was fun to watch again that's for sure 
Uh, did I, you guys catch the? Oh, sorry. No, no I, I want you to go because I'm about to drop some technicalities. Okay. Oh. Well, I was about to drop um, to make sure you guys saw the Iowa Hawkeyes pennant in the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's part of my. <laughs> I didn't write it down, but I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so random. Like right when they walk in the door, and right. I was like, ah. <laughs> so that was part of my, part of my technicalities. So oh my first one is where is Grand Lakes University? I could tell you. You can. You know where it is? It was set on a couple different campuses. It has to be. I was thinking what? somewhere Midwest is just what they were going for. Like so here, Lakes, here's my Grand thoughts. Lakes. It's it's got to be Midwest because in the in the dorm room, Jason has a White Sox pennant hanging on his wall, right? So that there are not that many White Sox fans outside of the Chicago area. <laughs> Um, and then when they go to the bar, you see the Hawkeye pennant. Then and there's like a Purdue pennant I and Wisconsin. Missouri was on I'm going to say Michigan. Okay. So, so there was three campuses that they shot at. Two were not. One from the Midwest and two from California. Okay. The California ones are USC and Cal State University, Los Angeles. Uh, Wisconsin is, no, Wisconsin. Uh, is okay, that, that makes sense, too. That's where uh, Dangerfield applied. He, okay. My my biggest issue was that when he goes to like diving practice, like everybody's got like long coats on, and then all of a sudden they're just like strutting around in their speedos outside. And it's like, wait a minute, you guys were all dressed as like it's freezing outside. It's a heated pool. What? Yeah, yeah. What's the problem? There's no heated air up at <laughs> thirty feet above the pool. <laughs> the ten meter board doesn't have heated air, so that was I was I was a little upset at that. Upset. <laughs> George was getting upset. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we talked about the triple Lindy, which I'm sure we would, but <laughs> yeah, what a, what a dive. Um, <laughs> Only one man ever did it. Did you catch our re our, our actor who we just saw, who was just in a movie we watched recently. Oh, um, the, the, uh, the coach, the coach, M. Emmett Walsh, M. Emmett Walsh. Yeah. What, yes. what was he just in? That we Knives just, out. Knives out. Yeah. I was, he was like, the old, uh, guard security, uh, security guard. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I will always remember him from being the the cop in Camp Nowhere. He's the one who has never like lost a guy, and then the speeder uh, Christopher Lloyd gets away from. Him. But that's is that, for is that one movie. of your favorites? It's a good one. Yeah, I haven't seen it that that much. Like, I don't it's got I've Andrew Keegan in it. Is that the 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 teen heartthrob? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ten things I hate about you. I pulled that last time, right? Independence okay. Day. Yeah. Right. He's an Independence Day. <laughs> Watch or listen to Independence Dayads. Dayads. <laughs> Dayads. <laughs> Episode six. Was that it on the continuity earlier? Take technicalities. Oh no! Oh no! no. Yeah, this There's is a movie from the eighties. Well, you get so you're gonna have you're gonna have continuity errors, technical issues, and you're gonna have a guaranteed three second nude shot. <laughs> <laughs> Check on all three, and just plot holes really is what it is. Like you know, unbelie- That's what I was saying. Like believability, and just like why would they do this? But you guys let it all go because it's a comedy. Yeah. So my my last one is he Thornton was in school for maybe a semester, and then he's a giving a speech at graduation, and B has his doctorate because that's what the hood represents. Well, he paid for the yeah. whole business school. I mean, he can get whatever he wants, right? So is it just he just got an honorary doctorate? Yeah. I'm guessing, yeah, something okay. like that. Which are te- they do tend to be given out, yeah. right? But <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed a bit much. Jen and I were like, "No, that's not right." Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jen's like, "I worked for mine." There is no suspension of disbelief over there <laughs> at, at the Tate House. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, "I'm going to write a letter." That's not real. <laughs> Somebody get Harold Ramis on the phone now. <laughs> Like I'll gloss over that. So I had a question: the the comprehensive oral exam at the end on all subjects. Did old school steal that? I, I was going to say even did did Billy Madison yeah, kind of steal? I it. think everybody kind of yeah. borrowed from it. 
So do we think this was the uh, the I, origin? Of I think so. Yeah, I think all school related uh, curriculum tests. Yeah, I think that you you know you always have that in like a you know a school movie where it's like okay you got to show everything that you learned from the whole year at the very end so that you can prove you did something. And so I think it's the, the only way to do it where you're not you have you don't have to watch a person writing something down. Yeah, it has to be oral. It's the only way to do make it visual. Um, but yeah, yeah I feel like as soon back as I was school, watching, I was like old school, including the uh, the physical you know <laughs> dynamic of it all. Yeah. What happened? I just, I just passed <laughs> just out blacked or blacked out. out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything any other movie where they did that before. So yeah, maybe this invented it. Yeah, trailblazing. Yeah, <laughs> comedic genius. We're going to take a quick break, but after that, we'll come back and talk about Billy Madison. Today's podcast is brought to you by Snackback. Are you looking for the perfect treat for your school time lunch? Whether you're in first grade or in your college years, Snackback is way better than an old banana, even if you can use the peel to take down a whole car full of old oils. Snackpack. Would you rather have your maid take her shirt off for you? Just remember, the offer is on the table. Welcome back. <laughs> was not expecting that. No. Why would you? <laughs> Cotter, right? Welcome yeah. back, Cotter. There you go. Mr. Cotter. Well, I just figured because we're talking all about school and stuff. Yeah. So, um, it was 70, so you lost Brady again. <laughs> I thought I, maybe if I had gone with the Mace version, he might have gotten it. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about Billy Madison from 1995. In order to take control of his family's hotel empire, Billy Madison, played by Adam Sandler, must face his toughest challenge, education. He has 24 weeks to go back to school and complete 1st through 12th grade all over again. He must pass each grade in two weeks, take the test, re-graduate, prove to his dad that he isn't an idiot, and then he gets to take over Madison Hotels. Otherwise, control will be given to Captain Dipshit, played by Bradley Whitford, who is a bad, bad man. You're going to give the company to Eric? Eric?! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this is another one that you know got to go back and, and re revisit which is i mean how many times have you guys seen it i i mean i have to take off my shoes to count <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a lot um yeah i i finally bought it this time because i'm just like why oh, not I, I pulled the dvd out you, you it, had it oh yeah i knew i did i was i went i went look for looking for it and uh yeah you? I went down to the bin and my wife swore it was down there and I wasn't, so we uh, mm. we had to watch it on Prime. But it was on Prime. And we you rented, rented it. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it was available to rent. I looked there first, but uh, I knew I had it down there. So. I'm just like, if I'm gonna pay the whatever three bucks, four bucks to rent, I'm like, I might as well just buy it. Is that bad? No. So, no. I mean, if you're building not up for that everything. Library. Yeah, but for 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 Billy Madison, I mean, again, I've seen it's, it so many times already. Yeah. You might as well. It's significant. It. The amount of times I saw it in the mid '90s and late '90s was very high. And I'm going to show my kids. I've already shown them the uh, shampoo is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they 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 could basically do the whole thing. Yeah, they yeah. know it. They know it all. Yeah, the quotability for this one is high. Like, I mean, the minute it came on, my wife was quoting it left and right. I'm just like, yep, here we go. Well, this was the wheelhouse of coming out of Saturday Night Live. He was in that art when. For us, when Saturday Night Live was at its peak of mm-hmm. guys that are that were nonstop hilarious on the show, and then they started into movies, and it was like, yes, I'm in, and they delivered. I mean, they were great. They were they were hilarious nonstop. So yeah, it became the quotable thing to do. Yeah. When was Tommy Boy? Ninety six, I think. Ninety six. Yeah. They were built. They were right around the close. same time yeah. because that was the there was 
something to do with the name of Tommy Boy was supposed to be something like something Billy. And Lauren Michaels didn't want that because they it was just it would of, coincide with yeah. the Billy Madison that was also like being made at the same time. I mean, I, I could I'll definitely say that like I don't remember loving Tommy Boy and Billy Madison as much as I do now. Back then, like I was like I both stories were like eh, whatever. I didn't care um, about the story. Yeah, then, but that's why. I mean, I definitely yeah. laughed at a lot of parts. But now everything to me, every scene is gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas like when I first watched, it, I was like, that's weird. I'm like penguin and. Yeah, all all the stuff was just weird, and the uh, the clown guy, you know, right, who falls over, over and he's bleeding from the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you do like a little musical number, but like it all now, it's just this, you know, nostalgic hilarity. What's today? October. <laughs> <laughs> Norm Macdonald in such a awesome, uh, like just I don't want to say cameo role. Yeah, but can but, we can we talk about Norm a little bit? Do you guys like Norm? Love Norm. I'm all, I'm on the fence on that. I also oh, own you're on the fence. I, I also like it. own Dirty Work. <laughs> well, so m- movie dorm, but like, what about like stand up dorm? Um, well, the, so I I can't remember a lot of him, but I, I mean, he has a he's a very like notorious University of Iowa issue. Oh, he, I don't know this. He got essentially he was at like Hancher, and I don't remember exactly when, probably roughly in this ballpark of time, and he got like booed off of like off stage. He said some things that like. He made the Iowans upset. Really? Yeah, it's, it was I a whole. Know. Did it was you know a, this? No, it was a whole thing. So Jelani said he's on the fence, which we're going to put into the hate column. Yeah, I don't just understand. Just so he can be not on the fence, so we can he can have counterpoint to yeah, us. Yeah, you either recognize him. that he's really really funny, or you don't, and you hate him. I don't hate him. No, say but, hate. Come on, it makes for right. better better content. Yeah. I don't like him. Yeah, you hate yeah, him. I'm not there a fan. It is. You hate him. <laughs> Do you hate him? I dis dislike him. <laughs> okay, dislike him. Why do you dislike him? But I'll, here, I'll, I'll start because I uh, I didn't always like. I didn't really get him either. It took a little bit. It took a little bit for me to get him, and because I, I would watch like his just like the last couple of years, I'd watch his stand up um, performances when he gets like he he's really good on like going on like, David Letterman and like Conan and all those guys because they love doing this stuff. He just takes like his time with jokes and he has a very like specific way. Of of doing delivering a stand up that I think the way he the way he tells jokes is just very unique and I think he's just got he, he he takes time with it which I don't think is appreciated by a lot of people. So that's yeah, why I, I just like I maybe I'm still in that early phase with you. Like I just I don't get him. I don't understand. Him. I like the the thing that I remember you know growing up was his Gany Gum. Or you want any gum? There was he's got some bit like that where he's just like, hey, wait, is that why they say it in this movie? Do you have any more gum? More gum? I think maybe. Maybe it is. I, yeah, I don't know. I never understood that part in line in the song either. Yeah, but there's a he's got a bit about that, or he did it on SNL, and on his SNL. whole thing was just like, "Hey, you got any gum?" And so I don't, I don't, I like, I enjoyed some of his stuff on Weekend Update when he was on the desk for that, but <laughs> he just nah. so one good. of his one of his jokes I love is just he goes like, "So uh, Hitler decides to go to war." And when he goes to war, he decides to go. His his uh, enemy in this is the world. <laughs> and then it's like, and then the second time he goes to war, he goes to war with the world again. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I, I like his delivery is even better than mine. So yeah, he, he that, that his dry humor and delivery were that that was hilarious to me. I I did confirm it was ninety seven. Is that when he, the 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 incident in oh, the, at the University nice. of Iowa at Hancher Auditorium. I believe it was Hancher. Yeah. yeah. So 
And I, I, I like the part when, uh, when, just in the middle of the movie, Norm goes, Norm wakes up laying in the pool all day and he goes, hey, Billy. And they're like, wait, where's Billy? He's like, oh, he's, uh, oh yeah, he's in school. <laughs> he just like randomly just forgets that Billy's been in school for like the last month. <laughs> just such losers sitting, sitting by the pool feeding off their friend. I loved friend. it because obviously it's just, here's a couple of my buddies and they're going to be in this. Yeah. But he just, I, yeah, I find him. His he was pretty minimal throughout, but I I've always loved that uh, the line of uh, what's today, October, right? <laughs> <It's just laughs> so simple, but it crushes. So uh, I, we had talked about old school ripping off of um, the like oral the back, oral um, argument, yeah, yeah, and back to school. Does do they also rip off the birthday party? Because he has all these parties after he graduates, and then old school has the kids' birthday party with like oh, they had a kids' birthday party. That's so. Such a steal. With the clown, or with <laughs> Sean William Scott and yeah, the, the horse. horse and the tranquilizer. So the tranquilizer yeah. yeah, I think, I think you're, uh, you're... Was tra- there a clown in there, too, though? I think At a I birthday think, party? <laughs> I think Again, I think parties are just yeah. fun in they movies. Had a, they had a birthday know. party <laughs> for a kid. He's not. He's not. He's not meeting you halfway. He's not meeting you halfway, no, John. I don't think he is. I don't think you know, I'm going <laughs> to no. let that one slide. Yeah, I... You're uh, you're trying too hard. I did have a continuity error. I have one too. I hope it's the same one. Go pickle race. No. Oh uh, yeah, I was like, it's great if you pulled the pickle race. The yeah. pickle race on the wind at the window at the the thing. They started going down. They're cheering it on. And then they literally cut back, and Billy's is at the very top again. He but was, he's he but was, he supposedly won. He was winning. And yeah. He, yeah. Uh, mine was um, the sloppy joes. He has a half-eaten one when they start the scene, and then he starts talking, and he digs into a whole new one. So that's literal continuity error. Like they were, yeah. you know, they, they took a scene from after they filmed it when he was eating it. And I just love that whole, I mean, <laughs> I do it all the time. Joe. Making them you extra kids want your sloppy Joes. I know how you like them extra sloppy. Yeah. Hey, lady, you're scaring us. <laughs> I mean, I say that all the time. Hey, lady, you're scaring us. That one gets, that one gets a lot of run in our house, too. Um, one of the things I kind of looked at was, is this a modern-day Hercules? Uh, so is that like which Hercules are you going off of? Like the Disney Hercules, well, d- or just the the Greek the story mythology of- story of Hercules and the twelve trials or the twelve? See, labors. I'm not that familiar, so you're gonna have yeah. to dive into it. I saw your note and I was like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. He it- called the shit poop. <laughs> <laughs> don't put it Wait, out does, with your boots, does Fred. Hercules, does Hercules leave piles of shit, <laughs> flaming, flaming shit, <laughs> on people's doorsteps? Well, did I not know this about Hercules? So I did. I did a little bit of research. So. I, Hera at one point like makes Hercules go crazy and he kills his family. And then in order to like regain his sanity, he has to go and do these 12 labors to get back to like, you know, repentance and all that stuff. So I was just wondering like, you know, Billy's kind of just out there and being an idiot, whatever. And then he has 12 to go- grades. Yeah. Right. He uh, has to go well, back and I can get there closer than I got to birthday parties. But um, who, is Hercules the son of any? You said Hera is. So Hercules is a uh, demigod. So he's half. Yeah. He's half Zeus's son. Zeus's son. That's what I thought. Yeah. Does he have to fight? Is Hades in the the Disney movie? Hades is in the Disney movie, but is he like the 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 evil guy or? Yeah, but yeah. that I don't think that that is, that doesn't play. No, not All in right, the labors. Sorry. All right. He just has like twelve different things that he has to accomplish, like hold up the world for Atlas, and then all these. You know. That sounds like first grade. <laughs> <laughs> kill the hydra second yeah. <laughs> takes battle, Erebus for a walk battle Miss Lippy <laughs> sixth grade 
Kill the O'Doyles. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Take down the O'Doyles every step of the step of the way. Um, when when was Veronica Vaughn, Miss Vaughn? Yeah. Is that fourth grade, third grade? I think it was third. third it was grade. the third grade that they showed, but I don't know for sure that that necessarily meant it was third. It was third or fourth, right around there. How much do we love uh, Bridget Wilson? Yeah, this was. Uh, she still Miss Sampras? I believe she yeah, is. Yeah, that's what it said on, on the old Wikipedia. Oh, nice. I mean, I remember <laughs> that that was. That was a big deal. What, yeah. What, what happened like to she, her though? Like she did this, and yeah, then she, I think she was in the Mortal Kombat yeah. movies as and then Sonya. She married Beat Sampras, and then she, and then she, she was, just Miss Sampras. I looked it up like last Monaco night or something. I looked it up last night. So, do you want to do the Bridget Sampras, Bridget Wilson Sampras IMDb game? Well, oh, there's no reason. No. I mean, I just named okay. the two movies I know that yeah, she's in. Yeah, there's no reason. So is there anything Can else? you not name the third? No. I, that, am I supposed to? No, that's the thing. That's just, she's not eligible for this. Thing. All right, she's not eligible. Okay, but, the but other I one, want to know the third. You just said, can you name the third? <laughs> not the fourth, even. <laughs> yeah. So the third one that she's known for is Last Action Hero. Yeah, that was the last um, <laughs> time we saw her. No, I mean Arnold. Mo- I, it took me a long time to watch that movie because I heard it was so bad, and it wa- it was. It, I only I saw it like a few years ago, just because I'm like I have to check this off the list eventually. Do you yeah. like it? No, no, okay. no. <laughs> yeah, That's a shame. But I remember her like being prominently known in that, just because that was one of the. But this movie is this put her out there, right? It put her on. That's the map. what I'm saying. I mean, we all. We all love Miss Vaughn. That Veronica Vaughn. (laughs) (laughs) Side note, and I don't want to derail from uh, Bridget Wilson, but Farley's. Yeah, so good. Farley's 40 seconds of screen time are absolutely, (laughs) it's worth it. It, Honestly, it would be worth it just to watch him get beat red, like getting really mad. Like, turn this bus around, (laughs) that'll end your precious field trip real fast. That alone would have been worth the cameo, but obviously you get the Veronica Vaughn line. And I mean, every long road trip, I say that to my kids. Do you guys do it too or no? Is it just me? I don't take road trips. No. Nothing, no, nowhere? No. I don't say it to my kids. But I say it all the time. I'll no. say, I'll, end your, I'll turn this bus around, I'll end oh. your precious field trip, and then I'll say, no yelling on the bus. My kids are angels. <laughs> Mine are not. So <laughs> Definitely not. They, so, need, they need the uh, reminder to not yell. So speaking of Farley... Who would you rather have running your company? Farley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a great question. Yeah. Would you rather have Tommy that. Boy? Um, Tommy Callahan or Billy Madison? Yeah. I mean, Tommy Boy. He he literally validated any sort of, like, we talked about him validating being the nepotism, essentially. Yep. So, I mean, he, he earned his keep yeah. to a point, whereas Billy Madison literally is a nightmare scenario, which is why he immediately gives it to Carl. Gives it to Carl, yeah. <laughs> which right. is the right thing to do. Which I'm, I'm, yeah, I like that they ended it that way, too. And, yeah, absolutely, Tommy over, over Billy. I mean, Billy, from the beginning, like... The, all the gibberish and he's like no no gibberish tonight but i'm like what is he yeah what is he <laughs> what is that what is any of that i think that's what maybe like i said like i didn't love this movie the first time i saw it so i was just like what is he even doing yeah. but now that it's all just hilarious. it's just funny it doesn't need yeah. to have a point sorry daddy yeah. <laughs> sipping his soup yeah that, that was the other thing that i just i didn't realize when they start talking about the madison empire 650 hotels and sixty-one thousand employees <laughs> this is such a tate technicality to me i'm like you yeah like looked at you did the math on that you're like wait how many hotels does hyatt have or you know uh, well at 650 hotels mr madison owns more than hilton marriott or radisson 
but not combined or anything. Like, what's what's no, the biggest but one? But it would Hilton. be bigger. But still, yeah. that's a huge empire for that idiot to run. That's like, basically probably modeled. Oh, right. I see. But that's, <laughs> that explains the house, though, right? Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking when watching this again. I'm like, who has that kind of a house? Yeah. Like Mr. Madison. Madison's here. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> that's I suppose hotel so. money there, yeah, baby. Yeah, that's hotel money right there, yeah. I mean, the, the, the pool and, and, be, and the they'd gardens. They'd be struggling right now. Right now, and every well, time he was running over the, the pool. Like, roses with the with that golf cart, I was like, "What are you doing to the landscaping, buddy?" Oh, this time, such an old man out of me now. Oh, and they're they're very much the landscapers are like, "Oh, come on!" You know? <laughs> I, I have issues with the pool as a as a former swimmer. That pool is not nearly deep enough for that. As state. a former swimmer, <laughs> wait, you mean like the the? It was more like a fountain, right? Than a pool. It's not a pool; it's a no, fountain. It's a yeah. fountain. Yeah, and? but they're like, "Oh, we're eating. Billy's in the pool again." Yeah, like, floating. no. He's, he's he would a, he would drown in oh, anything well, deeper. It is a pool. It might not be a swimming pool, but it's a pool. It's not for Olympic swimming. It's not for events. anything. But it's a pool. You can't even do a cannonball in that shit. Tate technicality. Yeah, yeah. I think it's he's gotten to the he point. He probably of, has an Olympic sized pool somewhere in indoors. Yeah, he doesn't need it. It's just, like it wasn't. It literally is a pool. And if he if it was an indoor pool, he wouldn't get all that sun, and then he wouldn't see the penguin, which we all love. This is true. All right. I'll let this one go. But. <laughs> I, and I was thinking about how weird it must have been for Veronica Vaughn to hear him just go, oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> and so he doesn't mention anything. He doesn't say penguin. He just says, so sorry to interrupt. And she's just like, what are you even talking about? Yeah, go. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. So. A nine iron. Uh, ice cubes, ice I'm, cubes, <laughs> a bucket of ice cubes. We'll bring back the ice cubes, but this time it's going to be switched to a pitching wedge. Um, we uh, we got another another entry cameo of our of our guy Buscemi. Yeah, yes, <laughs> with a people to kill list. Yeah, I mean, it's such a great one of the best it's little, like, oh, little no, roles yeah, for Buscemi. Totally, yeah. Thanks for calling. <laughs> It's such a great scene Boy, because I'm glad I called that you guy. don't see anything coming. You're just like, what? What's happening here? <laughs> the people to kill list. I saw. I read something where all the names on the list were like uh, people that worked on the movie, so they were all like real people involved. That's in right. the I, movie. I, I I tried to look at it if there was anything I can like glean from it. Like no, any famous names? No, nobody. But they no were all people related to the movie. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you a, looked that up. As a little inside, it was. Uh, it was. They probably all appreciated it. <laughs> See, and stuff like that, like watching Click a few episodes. Uh, we talked about Click a few episodes back at, at Gadget Dads in episode seven, and and that was the first time I watched it, and and th- that was what I was mentioning. And for that movie, it was like it was like coming back to like Billy Madison in a new way because he had, does have a lot of like those Adam Sandler type jokes and right. and a lot of the cameos from people that he's been have been in a bunch of his other movies, and it just it kind of brought me back. That Click brought me back brought me back to Billy Madison. Um, which I love. Oh, it was. I was happy that we had this on the list again. We kind of, as we just alluded to, hit Tommy Boy a couple of weeks back, a couple of episodes back, and now Billy Madison two total right in the wheelhouse, like prime high school years. All the all the lines were memorized um, due to repetitive watching. Right. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I wrote that whole thing down because the whole thing's great. It's I, so good. There was a. I don't remember. How it came up, why? But in Mayflower, I, we some party, and I literally did the cheese, C H E E S E, 
Cheese. And this one girl, for the entire time I knew her at college, she just called me Cheese. <laughs> isn't that isn't that uh, the character in Jeremy um, Pippin's character yeah. from old school? Yeah. Cheese. Cheese. Didn't we lock you in a dumpster? <laughs> yeah, I got out. Yeah, I don't know why, but that line, that one thing, I just I I rattled it off. Cheese. That's a is that a decent nickname for Brady? Not really. No. It didn't. No. Even, it didn't even fly. Didn't, at fit, the time. didn't fit back down either. No. But I and if this. If you if you're listening, I do remember it happening. I don't remember you, but <laughs> I mean, we could do a whole podcast on food related nicknames for our friends because we can go deep into that that well. But... I mean, if Brady didn't work so well for you, I, I, we'd probably have a nickname for you. But yeah, you got a good last name, so I do have a good last it pa- name. It passes it's strong, strong to quite strong. <laughs> okay, a simple wrong would have been just fine. <laughs> Yeah, and if you haven't seen Billy Madison by now, you should stop this podcast, go listen to it, and then watch the final um, oral competition and business ethics and um, the story about Whitford. So, fun fact on Whitford: he, I mean, I don't know when when the note I saw was put in, but he never watched the movie after he made it. (laughs) (laughs) Just gonna make this. I'm done. It's good. Has he done any other comedies? Um, he's married to um. Jane, the girl from Malcolm in the Middle, Malcolm in the Middle, and she's like everyone loved her in comedy. So I just wondered, like, I saw him in this, and then yeah, he was great in West Wing. But I remember when I first started watching West Wing, I'm like, no way. How do you view Eric? Is it Whitford never actually saw the film after it was released? But according to his brother, people would often shout business ethics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how do you not add him? It's one of his. I mean, again, his famous roles. I think he's got his little uh, snarky laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good, Carl. (laughs) Weasley laugh. Weasley Weasley laugh. laugh. There it is. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know if he did another comedy. I don't. I I don't think so. No, I don't. I can't think of any. He pulled out his uh, Shakespearean chops and uh, went (laughs) Hamlet. Went drama. Um, Yeah, and I wouldn't consider Kevin in the Woods a comedy, but it's got funny elements to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. He was in that. Yeah. That was the scary movie that Jelani the one the one the one horror movie that I will watch. <laughs> Somehow well, I'm going I'm to make you watch more. Oh no, you won't. <laughs> Damn it! Yes, I will. <laughs> Brady is out on black and whites. I'm out on horror. <laughs> Actually, that's not at all what I said. I said I will watch them if if that's the task at hand. Yep. Uh, did you? How about how about Billy's dad? Yeah, um, which I, I didn't remember. At the time, I'm pretty sure I don't remember. Oh, you mean the actor? Well, or oh. what he's more known for. I didn't I, see that one. I, oh, oh, he's the dad. He's the in, dad um, in um, Christmas, Christmas Story. Story. It just it just dawned on me too. Lamp. I don't the know why. Lamp. That's right. Yeah, I don't know why I never put that together either. Yeah. But as soon as you said it, I'm like, yeah, of course he's. Yeah, in. he's definitely the um, his more popular dad role would be. Bubbles. Yeah. So fragile. But I didn't remember. <laughs> That I mean, I, as soon as I turned it on, I was like, "Oh, the dad from Christmas Story." But I clearly that didn't put that together when I was younger. I thought we were gonna like rate him as a dad or something and see. How um, did, but, I wasn't. I mean, we know. can if you want to spiral no. down. No, that's cool. It's not that's great. Cool. <laughs> Just give him a not great rating. Right. Give him a not great rating and move on. Well, we hope you enjoyed our recaps of um, Back to School and Billy Madison. Also, our highlights into old school. So go check that one out as well. Um, we want to make sure that you follow us on Instagram at our film fathers and on Twitter at our film fathers. Also subscribe, review and like our podcast on Apple podcasts, Spotify, 
Google Podcasts, and soon to be on Stitcher and Amazon Music. And also, if you have any questions, email us at ourfilmfathers at gmail.com. Thanks, and go to bed. Have a nice weekend, son. Start school on Monday. (laughs) Thank you.